at a time. And yes, I am back with my co-host, Happy. She was a little pooper this morning. She was up at 4 a.m. and now she is starting to sleep. So I think I'm going to be taking a nap later this afternoon. So thank you very much, Happy. Make sure you hit the thumbs up for Happy. Subscribe. We do a daily financial news show, usually at 7.30, except on Thursdays, because on Thursdays we talk to one of our multimillionaires at 7.30. As we get started, let me send out two congratulations. If you don't know, I have this little contest here. I'm trying to figure out if this channel, One Rental at a Time, the book, is helping folks. And if you get your first or next investment property, I want to hear from you. I want to mail you one of these cards. Uh, I'm trying to get to 500, but but you know, I bought 1500 because I just think you guys are that good and you're going to do the work that's required. So let's do a congratulations to Jay and Joel. Your card will go out today, and Tony, congratulations, your card will go out today. Uh, as we think about the daily financial news, I want to call your attention to a critical video that we did yesterday. We did it with the famous Todd Baldwin. If you don't know Todd, uh, he is a 29-year-old who has been featured on CNBC's Millennial, Millionaire Millennial, Min, Millennial Millionaire, Millennial Millionaire, I think, also was recently recognized as someone to watch 30 under 30. The reason I call your attention to this is just like the lumberjack, just like I did, we talked about their first investment. And in Todd's case, his first investment was a I think it was a six-bedroom, four-bath house that he house-hacked by the room. That's next-level stuff, folks. Anyways, he took 19 grand or 3.5% of a half-a-million-dollar house. He rented the five bedrooms, obviously lived in one himself. And lo and behold, he just sold it, I guess, Wednesday, putting about $300,000 in his pocket after making $25,000 a year. Folks, house hacking is tremendous. He did this as a 23-year-old. Again, if you're young, you're trying to get in the game, house hacking is important. And best of all, Todd agreed and has already produced content for my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. We are going to take house hacking to the next level with roommates. Again, I don't talk about what I don't know, and trust me, I have never house hacked with roommates. So, Again, folks, yes, happy is here. Make sure you hit thumbs up, and let's welcome Todd Baldwin to uh, the course, How to Get Started, One Rental at a Time. Thanks again, Todd, if you're watching this. So a couple of things to think about. Uh, just yesterday, it might have been Tuesday, I was like, who's going to taper first, the ECB or Europe or the Fed? And it was a serious question. I wasn't sure who was going to taper first. Both have had record inflations. The ECB is reporting 3%. Uh, the U.S. is reporting 5 I suspect it's more like 8 Well, we already have a winner. The ECB announced yesterday that they are going to start tapering their bond purchases. So again, it is happening around the world. You know, companies or countries are raising rates. Uh, larger countries are starting to taper. It is happening. Inflation is a worldwide problem. Seems like the Fed is going to be, I don't know, does it make sense to call the Fed the last person at the dance? I think that makes sense. Yeah. All of us have been to a party. You know, it's it's going pretty good. Most people leave around 11. Gets a little wonky around 12. And then by 2 o'clock, there's only a couple of folks left. 
The Fed is that hammered person in the corner talking to themselves. It is, uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, talking about comparing the 70s with today, there's a couple of things that uh, I think warrant discussion. First and foremost, wage inflation. We've already talked about We'll talk about it again today. Uh, but I think the other thing that I fear after reading a couple articles yesterday afternoon and this morning is price controls. The other element of what the Fed, quote unquote, the government did in the 70s that created inflation was not only loose monetary policy, which clearly we have today, not only a focus on employment, not inflation, which we have today, they introduced price controls. I have a few concerns about price controls lurking out there. First, I don't know about you, but gasoline, oh my goodness. I thought gas was high a month ago at sub five. It's over $5 in California, at least the Bay Area. Couldn't, couldn't believe it. $5.29. Crazy. Anybody else paying more than $5.29? What, what the heck is going on? But the one that I saw yesterday, it actually came on my Twitter feed of all places. Apparently, there's somebody uh, in the government compl- saying grocery, pri- gr- grocery prices are fine, except beef, pork, and poultry. All right, so grocery prices are fine, except those. Now they're going to, you know, I suspect what is going to happen is they are going to go, uh, I don't know, if they go look in the market and see that the supply chain is disrupted, maybe nothing, but I suspect government will intervene. And they could put price controls on, which again, would make us so much like the 70s, it isn't fun. And the other thing to talk about here is um, rent. Man, rent. I did talk about national rent control. I don't think it's a thing, but you could see more kind of government intervention into rent. So again, prices are accelerating. And frankly, the Fed and the government is why. Uh, And now instead of taking their foot off the gas like the ECB did, they may try to implement price controls. And if they do, game's over. We're in the 70s. It's going to happen. And then the next Paul Volcker will have to come in and stomp out inflation. But that's what I'm watching right now. Again, talking about worldwide inflation, it is a worldwide phenomenon. China. China just reported the highest PPI, which again is producer price index in on record, uh, which is, oh, by the way, a record on a record because last month was a record also. Uh, what they have here is a... Um, Record high of 9.5% inflation on PPI. And if you don't know what that means, that means that PPI will likely ripple through and eventually hit the consumers. PPI is producers. CPI is consumers. PPI is where this all starts. Uh, Not to, uh, you know, employment is a problem, again, around the world, just like inflation. The UK, the United Kingdom, has a record amount of job openings. Their employers are having a hard time finding employees. Uh, They have record wage growth, just like the U.S. Again, I talked yesterday about leisure and hospitality over uh, over 10%, I think 10.5%. It is really starting to pick up momentum. And again, as I've said before, wage inflation feels good in the moment, except if you try to buy gas, chicken, beef. What else? There's one more. Pork. Rent, yeah. Uh, we we uh, we may have five percent in 
wage inflation, but 8% consumer inflation. So again, the consumers are losing, unfortunately. So again, record wage growth and record openings in the UK, much like the US. This is a worldwide phenomenon. This is, this is, this is going to get interesting. Uh, you've already started to hear more talk about the debt ceiling. I told you this was coming. Uh, they're talking about extraordinary measures running out in early October. Uh, I suspect what will happen is there will be some kind of continuing resolution. They call them CRs in federal government speak. Uh, likely they will tie it to something else that makes it hard for Congress to say no to. Probably some kind of relief fund for IDA or something of that nature. Right? They will slide it in and pretend like we're not looking or knowing what they did. I, I don't see anybody voting against relief funds for IDA, for example. Uh, real tragic events with that. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what's going on. It, it likely won't be a standalone bill because, uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. They're going to try to sneak it in with something else, but we shall see. I don't know what it is about Bitcoin, but I don't. When are you people going to learn? You know, Bitcoin's on a crazy run and then it has a flash crash of like 10 or 12%, which who cares? But when are you guys going to stop buying it on margin? What are, you, what are people doing? That one day, one day uh, crash, they call it a flash crash. Wiped out $4 billion in long positions. Why does anybody buy crypto on margin? Are you freaking kidding me? What are you doing? Ugh, just silly. If you thought job openings were good last month at 10.7, no, yeah, 10.2, 10.2. Now you really like them because they're at 10.9. Record job openings in the U.S. That is, let's call it 11 million job openings. And oh, by the way, we have 8.7 million people unemployed. We have a mis mismatch. Is it location? Is it skills? Is it pay? We're going to find out. We're going to see if September turns around because, again, August jobs were pretty horrible. We are now starting to get negative pre-announcements. We haven't had negative pre-announcements in quite a while. Uh, last April, everybody just said we're not... No guidance, which technically wasn't a negative pre-announcement. We have negative pre-announcements. We talked about the first one the other day, PPG. Well, now we've got Sherman Williams, Pulte Group, Boston Beer, and every airline. Yeah. We have a stock market at record highs, record PEs, uh, record uh, sales. Now we're getting negative pre-announcements. Time to pay attention. And then lastly, we had a couple of earnings announcements that we should talk about. First, Lululemon. Uh, Lululemon is crushing it. Uh, they did highlight some supply chains, but they are again reported record earnings, record revenue. They're just killing it. And then Boston Beer. Uh, apparently, uh, Boston Beer is going to have to take some significant write-downs. We talked about them 90 days ago. Uh, they had a huge miss because of hard seltzer. Well, it hasn't gotten better. And they are going to take a large write-down. So, again, a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to be watching the government to see if they enact price controls in anything, right? If they bring on price controls for beef or chicken or gas or rent, it's going to be like 70s all over again. That's what I'm watching for next. Let's see what happens with um, the debt ceiling. And, again, inflation is a worldwide problem. Uh, record job openings is a worldwide problem. And again, 
Uh, we already have a winner. The ECB or Europe has started tapering already. The Fed is the last drunk at the party. Just is what it is. Good news, I've confirmed with Mr. Jonathan Twanley. So after three weeks of absence, he's out enjoying the last bit of summer. Jonathan and I will be talking in about 17 minutes. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up for happy and subscribe if you want some daily financial news. And again, we talk to eight multimillionaires a week because we like bringing you other opinions and other information. Bye-bye.